Hello and welcome once again to another exciting spellbinding episode of the Walkman Whisperers. Uh, we are short one Walkman tonight, so it'll be uh, three. Uh, you'll have a trio of us this evening or today, whenever you have to be listening. I am Greg Crane. I am joined by Nat Hall and April McDonald. Uh, Chad, uh, who's normally with us, well, there's there's nothing normally about him, but he uh, <laughs> usually with us isn't feeling all that well tonight. So uh, we're going to wish him a speedy recovery, and he'll be back soon. I know he will be. So, but we are going to be having uh, some riveting discussions tonight. A lot of which are going to be focused on concert experiences, concert memories. Anything you two want to add or, or bring up before we get into the discussion? Uh, Nat, April, jump right in if you. If you got something on your mind. Well, all I have to say is it's been a heck of a day. If you hear like some howling winds behind me, we have had basically hurricane level winds out here today and last night. It's just been howling, howling, howling. And uh, I looked out the window a little bit earlier. I did happen to Dorothy's house floating off. <laughs> and there was this guy in a chair with mittens on kind of. Oh. <laughs> Looks much like Bernie, but uh, you know. It, you know what? You know what freaked me out so much about that movie is that that next that following scene. Oh, when I was a little kid, that shocked the bejesus out of me. That with the her striped stockings, the witch underneath the house. I don't know. That was just freaky to me. You remember that? That is freaky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and those, oh yeah, those little flying primates that she had that she sent out. Those scared me too when I was a kid. But they still kind of do. <laughs> and, and in today's vernacular, we call them junior hires. Right. <laughs> Flying primates. Well, Those would be handy carpet. to have. Yeah. <laughs> little, little I was going to add, yeah, like drones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was going to ask April if she had experienced that 12 to 18 inches of snow yet that I keep talking about. Not yet, but it's supposed to be here on Sunday into Monday. So ah. we did make the obligatory go stock up on groceries trip to the store today, and it was ridiculous. So <laughs> everybody's prepared. Hey, April, what's like the approximate population? Uh, forgive me, because I don't know what town exactly. Where do you get mail? What town are you? In? Well, I live in a weird spot. So technically, I live in Oklahoma City, but I have a Yukon address, and my daughter goes to Mustang schools. So I'm just right on the border of all of them. I wasn't sure. And I'm sure it's that way in the city too. Um, you know, the bigger places I've lived in, like, well, like Atlanta, we didn't have that many uh, winter type storms, <laughs> just hurricanes and little stuff like that. But, uh, you know, in the small towns, it's funny when the blizzard's coming because everyone's got to run in and get milk and bread. There's like no milk right? and no bread left on the shelves. So, yeah. Yeah. It's like a, that it's was like also, a socialist it's like a, a socialist paradise there's no food in the store. early covid pandemic too yeah. nothing oh. yeah that was fun but we uh we battled the the crowds and we got the necessities so we should be good to go for the impending blizzard <laughs> oh i hope you stocked up on your toilet paper because yeah the great <laughs> toilet paper depression of 2020 was pretty rough Yes, it was. Every time we go, I get another package, and Robin says, we don't need more. Yes, we do. <laughs> you never know when it's going to go away again. <laughs> right, right. So, we don't have oh, I think the, I think the wind we, is getting Nat. We lost, we lost Nat's audio. Can you still hear me, April? I can hear you, yes. Okay, good. Well, let's just talk and put words into Nat's mouth. That'll be fun. <laughs> that <laughs> will be fun. Imagine <laughs> that. Oh my! Oh, no, Am he's I back. back yet? Darn it! You are. Darn back. it! He's back. Shoot! Just when we were getting <laughs> ready to. Ties <laughs> my very being. Okay. <laughs> oh. Well, can, am I still on? Oh, yes. you are. Okay, good. Hey, I was just gonna say, hey, uh, you know, you living. Uh oh. Well, now, Nat, now that we say that you're on, you're off. Yes. So. This could be a super long podcast. <laughs> It could be. It's like every third word. You know, I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I'm not going to go into that. But, um, the, did, 
this reminds me of that commercial. Did you guys see the commercial? I saw it afterwards with Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. Did you see that commercial? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's going to be Nat on there. Like every third word comes through. So, <laughs> If you can hear me, you guys just take over. <laughs> no, I'm sign language for you. But uh, uh, do you remember that? Talking about the sign language, Nat, do you remember? This was way back in the SNL days in the 70s when Garrett Morris was on there. And he was the little sign language guy up in the corner. And they were doing something. And they said, well, and for our hard of hearing uh, patrons, we have him, and he's just like yelling. He's just like screaming what the guy is saying. Oh, that was hilarious! <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but I, I like that commercial. I thought that was a funny, funny. A lot of Super Bowl commercials kind of let you down, but that that one was pretty yes. funny. I thought so. there were some pretty lame ones, lame ones this year. I thought so. That one yeah. was a, a good one. It was. That was funny. <laughs> well, speaking of Blake and Gwen, I don't know if anyone... You know what? I could have seen them in concert in Georgia. Uh, they were there a few months ago, but I didn't. And I would like to have, but I just didn't. I guess we can jump into our concert memories. And uh, it looks like Nat has just... Nope, there he is. He's back again. He's like the, he's like the, he's like a guy in a horse. He's like Jason safe and the boom he's been <laughs> we can't say anything about him because he keeps coming back he, he does we thought he we thought he fell in the bottom of the lake and we burned him up in the cabin and everything <laughs> boom there he is again he there he is <laughs> can, can you hear me now i heard no? that yes i heard you okay tell you what you guys take it over i'm letting you take the show Okay, but you're just still going to be here, right, Nat? I mean, or, I mean, if you if you can help, okay, okay, good. He's flashing his gang signs. <laughs> we'll take like, that like, as a positive. That he's he was in that the Wasilla Crips division, so that's 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 his gang sign there. Um, all right, well, and Nat, if you want to jump in, jump in. I mean, because we can hear some of you, so feel free. Yeah, going I'll, to. I'll try to jump in when I can, but this yeah. might be for the hearing, seeing, and thinking impaired tonight. But we're <laughs> we're always kind of for the, the thinking impaired. Now, while we have you on audio, were there any? Did you have any concert memories? Because um, you and I have been to a few of the same. So if you do cut out, I might be able to pick up some things. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely some great concert memories, man. You and I, I think we both went to Def Leppard, Amarillo. I think we both went to Kiss and Amarillo with, what was that, Faster Pussycat and Slaughter opening up for them? No, that was in Lubbock, was uh, Faster ah. Pussycat. Um, yeah, because in Amarillo, it was Vixen and Winger, and I've got a couple stories about that I'll get to later. Oh, yeah. You remember with Kiss, I remember by far my, basically, there was one point, it was just a great show. I mean, Kiss was just lighting it up. But then there was one song, it may have been God of Thunder, when they shot the cannons off, all I heard was, after that. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was on that hot in the, the Hot in the Shade tour. And what I remember about that, I mean, just from the, the, the uh, onset of the show, was Eric Carr's drums. That, I mean, my sternum was, was feeling the pounding. It was, I mean, that was, that was awesome. I, I love that. I will never forget that, that pounding that I felt. My st- I'd never felt that before or since, and that was, that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Just so many of those very cool concerts. I mean, some huge venues like that one, how the Scorpions play. I think you were with me on the Scorpions. Um, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I'm have, actually having a difficult time remembering back then, I mean, this, this few years back now, who all went with me to what concerts. And uh, I also, to Oklahoma City, saw... Motley Crue and Lee Ford, were you at that one as well? I did not see Motley Crue in Oklahoma City. No, I was not there. Okay, okay. You know, there are certain folks that, uh, you know, you. we all, of course, had the humming eardrums afterward. <laughs> and fun, just... I think, oh, the, the, I think, I think the, the wind is getting to know Going to the again. city, I having a fun time. I think so. I tell you what, I'm sorry. No, we've got I, I'm good getting, uh, you know... 
<laughs> having a tough time with the delivery. So you guys deliver go, the goods. Go outside, net. Take the broom outside and 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 uh, wipe off the uh, the satellite dish or whatever for you. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, first of all, don't um, let's keep it a secret what I'm drinking tonight on the on the podcast. I don't want that to get out. <laughs> You taking up where uh, Chad usually? You're, yes. you're filling in for him. You're, am, you're a good man, Greg. I'm, just, I'm <laughs> drinking the heart stuff tonight. <laughs> whole, whole, whole vitamin D. None of this. Oh, wow. No skim. You're no skim. You are living on the edge, my friend. Dear. <laughs> 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 I don't know what Nat said, but it was funny. Whatever he said was funny. I don't know what it was, but it it's all in, it's all in the delivery. That's right. That's right. Well, speaking of delivering delivering the goods and so forth, April, what um you've you've been to some shows? I mean, and this isn't just rock. This is this is country. This is I mean, people you may have seen at college. What you got any good concert memories? <laughs> Um, I got, I got a couple, but they're, you know, I've never been to an actual rock concert, so I'm really hurt that you guys never invited me to tag along. I mean, that, it just hurts my heart a little bit, but that's okay. I'll get, I'll get over it. So, (laughs) but when I was a teenager, I was all into, um, listening to Carmen, the Christian singer, Carmen. And he always had some pretty incredible concerts. And I went to, to one <laughs> with my parents. And I was probably a junior in high school, maybe a senior. But I went to this concert. We drove from Laverne, Oklahoma to Enid, Oklahoma. And went to this concert. And it was um, just Carmen and a guitar. And it was probably the most memorable thing I've ever been to. Cause I always thought I'd grow up and marry him. I don't know why he's a much older than me, but I just, that was what I thought I'd do. So when it was over, he, we saw my mom and I saw he was signing autographs up in the front. So we went up there and he signed something, hand it to the person and they'd go on. He never said a word. And then it came our turn mm-hmm. and he looked at me and he said, hi. And I just, stopped and I looked at him because he hadn't said anything to anybody else so that's a sign right that I'm going to be the Mrs. Carmen anyway (laughs) hi I said hi and that was was it so anyway that was probably my most memorable thing but it was just a guy and a guitar and it, it was so much fun so that's that's one memory Another one is my 30th birthday. My friends bought me tickets to an Elton John concert when he was in Oklahoma City. So that was pretty cool. And then I thought I could grow up and be Elton John's background singer because all he did was sway back and forth and just move his hands a little bit. I don't think he ever sang a word. He just swayed and moved his hands. And I thought I could do that. That is the perfect job for me. But alas, I did not get the job. So there you go. There's <laughs> those are my cool. most memorable concert memories. Cool, cool, con- cool concerts. Um, yeah, uh, Carmen and a guitar, and Elton and his and Elton swaying pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now That's you talk cool. about pretty cool things. <laughs> the, I, you're asking a lot of me. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you maybe the most surprising concert that I've been to that would surprise both of you. This was in 1994-ish, I think. In Lamar, Colorado, I saw, you may or may not, I think April April will know who it is. Nat May, just the name. I, I saw Susie Boggus. Do you remember really? Susie Boggus? Yes. Yeah, and she was good. She was good. She was at the at the county fair in Lamar, Colorado, and it was really good. Pretty That's cool. very cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. I, at, at that point, at that point, if she would have asked me, I would have been Mrs. Susie Bogus. So anyway, <laughs> she was pretty cute. Uh, <laughs> That's I, I loved going to concerts at the state fair. 
just out yeah. in the open. Those they've got some really good concerts sometimes, but I like they, the fair anyway. Right. Yeah, I understand that. I do too. When you know, Nat had mentioned um, Kiss and, but saw uh, Vixen, Vixen Winger and Kiss and Amarillo, and this was this is the funniest funniest thing I've seen in a concert. And this was when Vixen was playing. <laughs> watching them and they put they had a very good set that sounds sexist me saying they had a good set I'm talk- <laughs> they, played, they played good songs and they played good songs and they put on a great show this is the funny thing though i was looking and, and this pair of pants went up on stage a pair of blue jeans a, a big pair of blue jeans it was like men's blue i could tell it was a guy's pair of pants because they were kind of large it was from a rather rotund i'm guessing individual but it had a belt the, the pants had a belt through the loop there was a belt and this of course we're in amarillo texas there's this huge platter sized almost belt buckle in the, oh my in the, but so apparently some little short squatty cowboy dude left without a pair of pants but it was funny though seeing those pants up on stage when they were playing. wow that's that's something <laughs> it, it was it was pretty funny what, what would uh, this, possess that, you to do that? You know, I, I mean, not you personally, but what would possess a person to well, do that? I, I'm guessing alcohol. alcohol. Yeah, yeah. And with, uh, and nice looking women, they they were kind of easy to look at. So yeah, <laughs> you know, if it hadn't been so far, I probably would have tossed mine up there. But anyway. <laughs> it, 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 no, actually, I did, and it got tossed back. That was the problem. <laughs> No, you know, this was the sad thing. This actually happened. I, I didn't mean to bring this up, but at that Vixen concert, I did throw my pants up on stage and they stopped the show. And the, uh, lead, the lead singer, the lead singer of Vixen held up my pants and, and asked to be and and she pointed me out. And uh, then she and security both informed me that uh, next time I was at the venue after seeing me there, I could park in the handicap zone. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> He'll be here all night, folks. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I want to tell you about one of the coolest things I saw, though, and it was at the same concert, and it was when Kiss was playing. And and Nat remembers the, the show. They had a huge, huge stage, as you'd imagine. But they had these two uh, runways that would come out on either side, and they could run out onto those and run up and out onto them and, and play in the spotlights would be on them, and they'd play kind of out in the crowd and all. And... You had really good seats, regardless of where you were at. You had good seats because their stage was so big, and they put on such a an extravagant show. It's of course very visual and so forth. But there was one area, actually two on either, one area on either side, where you didn't really have that good of a seat because you were right under those walkways, and you really could not see anything. I mean, you you were just. A, a major portion of the show you were you were blocked out of from seeing. Well, this was one of the coolest things I'd seen, and it was on the side that we were sitting on. Gene Simmons ran out there, and he ran up there, and he was playing, and he looked down. I watched it, and he looked down, and he saw these people there. And while he was playing, he just grabbed this ginormous handful of guitar picks and just dropped them straight down on those people. And I thought, oh, wow. That was, that was pretty cool. So, that yeah, is there's cool. Like a hundred picks fell on these people. So, you know, cause they couldn't wow. see them, but that's, that's pretty awesome. So yeah, that was, that was a neat thing. Um, For sure. You know, I got to see kiss in makeup. I got to see kiss and Motley Crue in Denver. It was an open air. It was in a, a fiddler's green. It's kind of an open air area there um, in Denver and got to see them and kiss when they set off their uh, flamethrowers. It was, I mean, we had good seats. We were like seven rows back. It was reserved seating. We were like six, maybe six rows back. But you could feel that heat when they would blast those things. And and it was behind, wow. kind of behind the stage. That was pretty awesome. And Tommy Lee did that. Uh, his drum set was on like a, it was on like a roller coaster. It wasn't the Crucify they used on the last tour, but he would play upside down. And they would, ha- they had someone from each, at each uh, concert, they would have a, a, a spectator, someone, a concert goer. I don't know how they called them. I guess they were in some kind of lottery or something, and they could go up and they could ride. They could get strapped in behind his seat on the drum set, and they could ride and do a circle. Um, oh wow! Oh, that was that was pretty cool. They had when they came out, they came through the crowd. They were wearing the like these costumes, um, like these. Um, I don't know what kind of 
like almost like Renaissance type, big kind of colorful costumes. And they came through and then they went up on the stage and played. And so that was pretty cool. Gosh, you know, seeing and then I saw I saw Kiss and Def Leppard together in Denver. That very good. Maybe maybe the best show I've ever seen. <laughs> it was funny, though, because uh, I went with a young woman and she she didn't know a lot about kiss she liked him she liked def leppard and but uh we were listening and she's like when, when the kiss was playing she goes okay this is my favorite song of theirs and it was and it was the song shouted out loud which is like next to rock and roll all night for me it's like my <laughs> least goes, but but they play it at all their shows and it's really popular for kiss i mean a lot of people their fans love it i don't though and she's like this is my i think this is my favorite song of theirs and i'm like no no, you, no, that can't be. So anyway, though, no, it was, it was fine. It was, it was good. Um, th- their show, I think he goes forty or fifty feet in the air. They pull Gene Simmons up in the air. He flies up in the air with those cables and and goes up there and oh, plays wow. a bass solo things. And and I was thinking at the time he was like 63, 64, 65, something like that, and doing that. So that was wow. that was pretty amazing. Pretty amazing to see. How many but, times yeah, been, have you seen Kiss live? Seven. I've seen him seven. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's. I don't get out much. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, no, it, I, I, yeah, I, they put on a great show. Um, Paul Stanley, he flies out. He rides out on a little thing into the crowd and sings, and so it's. It's really, I, that's why I li- they're so theatrical. I like that about them and bombastic and over the top. And so anyway, it might, Motley Crue's kind of the same way. Um, Death Leopard was very good. Uh, Scorpions were excellent. But those are the, like the memories. I'll never forget that guy's pants flying up on stage. That, was, <laughs> that would be memorable. <laughs> yeah. It was like I don't know where if he if he it might have been part of an advertisement from a tent nonning company or something because they were kind of large. <laughs> That's uh, terrible. But yeah, no, I uh, I don't know. Those are those are some of the memories that uh, that I had. Gosh, yeah, and that we've been to we've been to some, but uh, I wish your audio was working. Um, Do you have anything yet? No. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh got it now. <laughs> Your wish is my command, good sir. <laughs> oh, man. Keeping silent during all this, these great memories of concerts, man. I'm just like, just like, yeah, I'm over here. It's like, come on. <laughs> I need some audio. Stat. <laughs> Copy and cruelers. Stat. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. Great, Greg, man, you had some seven times. My gosh, I've only seen them the once. And and but but you know what? You saw that when they did that Hot in the Shade tour. That was like their biggest tour. They played twenty six songs and they played for like over two and a half hours. That was that was great. Remember they had the big uh, the Sphinx. Remember yes, that, uh, yes. That so it was it was pretty oh. awesome. The Sphinx was amazing because it was just it was just overpowering. Now we saw it. The one that I was at with you, no makeup. Uh, I really wish right. I could have seen some of the makeup tours. Right. This is um, oh, a little unusual for me to <laughs> that. Well, the, the, the bad news is that Nat um, keeps losing his audio. Uh, the good news is I think he's got a date with Gwen Stefani this weekend. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> I do want to say it was a funny thing. Uh, looks like Nat's videos for nope. There he is now. He's he's it's anyway um, at the concert that we saw them at Nat in Lubbock. Funny thing, and this is another. You just spurred my memory. I meant to mention this too. Between during the set between songs, um, I think Gene was talking with Paul or Bruce or someone, and he he was on stage between songs, and he just happened to stick his arm straight out. He was pointing at something back towards the drum riser and Eric Carr, little Eric Carr was walking around there and he just nonchalant. He just walked under Gene's arm with that little high hair of that stack of hair. And he just walked right. I mean, he was so little, but Oh man, he's a powerhouse. <laughs> it was just funny though. To see that. 
so great. So now, uh, can you hear me yet? Yes. Now? Yes. All right. So maybe it's me just getting a little too amped up and I just kind of blow the speakers, you know, like Manowar, blow those speakers. <laughs> One of the great things was, did we go to Tesla together in Amarillo? We did. Tesla and Firehouse, yes. Oh, such a great show. My gosh, they opened up with Coming At You Live and that yes. dual guitar attack was so amazing. It just... Oh, I was set. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, we uh, we were joined down there by a couple of uh, cohorts, uh, Brent, Firestone, and, and the Madman. That's right. <laughs> the Madman and the Octung Boy. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yep. So there were some, you know, the big giant shows like that. But then there was a couple small shows, too. Did you go with us to... Blue Murder down in Lubbock. No, I wish I would have. No, I did oh. not. So some of the small venues, too, were amazing. Like Blue Murder and like there's 35 people. And, yeah. and then I saw King's X in Amarillo. And there's like 20 people in this little country bar. And King's um, X blew it up. Nat, you and I uh, saw Great White down there. Did you, did you go to Great White? Were you there? No. No. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I, okay. I remember some folks going down there to see in Great White. But yeah, we saw them in a small bar there in maybe Midnight Rodeo in Amarillo. I'm not sure. Something like that. Maybe. But, uh, yeah. But now there was, now we had some of our cohorts that went to which, which concert did Amy Johnston go with us? Because she had a ball. See, I thought that was Great White. Was it not? Uh, and, and there was another one uh, we went to. Was it? Was it uh, Molly Hatchet? We went to see Molly Hatchet. And... <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, you know, no matter what the venue, man, we had a blast. We were just kids from the handle having a blast. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. April, why didn't we invite you? I don't know. Amy was my roommate for a while. If you invited her, you could have invited me. I don't know. know. You just, you just intimidated us with that one eight hundred screamer line. You know? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> had to have been it. <laughs> oh no, you had competition with you know good old Holly Hudson. Now I used to call her W three, the Wellington Wild Woman. <laughs> Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, uh, I don't know. But, you know, but it all started humble beginnings with Meister Crane there and at KPSU. Because once I heard about the rock and roll shows, I was hooked. I know you were part of that. <laughs> oh, Ted, you know, all those guys were just in it. And of course, the, the you know, the most amazing lounge lizard of all time, Larry, the right. <laughs> man for the job oh boy yeah all the people that passed through that uh that studio oh. Ah! Oh. anyway um, um, all, all the people, the people that i've who came through oh. and then lingered for a while and then oh they could oh, have been yes. gone for an hour, uh, but there was still some uh, lingering. <laughs> lingering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I always hated I think, having a show right either before or after one particular person. It was just, no, no, oh, yes. do I have to go today? <laughs> oh. As yeah. and he was a an amazing philosopher, because <laughs> that saying when he's like the chili in the urns for you, my love burns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all know, we all know yeah. the Cupid, the Meister of Hearts. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh. Where do we go from uh, here? Formulate sentences <laughs> after this, we yes. Just, we've just said evolution back like 7,000 years. But, um... 
<sighs> oh, all the way back to the Australopithecus time. <laughs> I'm glad you have your audio back, Nat. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, there are just some memories that, whew, yeah, they just don't leave. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, the times. You know, that, that whole KPSU experience set us up for the Walkman Whispers that we are today. That's right. <laughs> set, set me up for years of nightmares, which I, I got past until now. Thank you both. <laughs> You know, we're here for it's too bad we don't have who was that was it justin that had the police dog that met somebody at kpsu coming out who was that was Brutus that chad dog. it was chad or yeah someone i i'm not sure or madman or somebody i don't it know could, it, could have, it could have been jerry yeah, yeah i've heard <laughs> the stories <laughs> Uh, oh speaking of stories, you know, I'm always into weird stories and stupid stories and just dumb, odd things. I was going to spend a little bit of time on a little bit of uh, music, rock, folklore, and uh, the old uh, wives' tale, the old roadies' tales, things like that. Is there any weird story? I've got some. Is there anything that you guys know about or want to bring up or something? I, I, I've, I've got a few I, we can bring up and talk about. Nat, is there you anything know? you, because I know you've, you, you're you're into certain bands and certain performers and you may know some, some things. Right. Well, I know a few things, but not really too terribly exciting. <laughs> um, <laughs> something you brought up, which was... Angus Young, his favorite drinks to imbibe. Yes, he is a teetotaler. He, which is, you know, ACDC's the hard party and band and have a drink on me and all this. But Angus does not does not partake in alcohol. In the morning, he drinks he drinks a lot of coffee and his. But his drink of choice the rest of the day is a tall, cold glass of chocolate milk, and that's, that's yeah what he drinks. I can yes. kind of wow. Read. The majestic dew of the utter. (laughs) (laughs) Chocolatized. He doesn't happen to be Canadian, does he? He's Australian. Because my husband, his drink of choice is chocolate milk. So, yeah. I had chocolate milk this morning. Oh, he's Australian. Uh, yeah, <laughs> little mix. It, now you know Angus, though. The, on the bad part, he is a chain smoker, which I think is why he's only five two. Maybe you know they say smoking stunts your growth. But he says, <laughs> and he says when he plays in concert, you know, because he's always, always moving. He's never still. He said he's. He, I've read in interviews. He says he's having a nicotine fit because that's the only time he can't really smoke. So he's oh having my. a nicotine fit when he's. <laughs> Wow, that's great. Did you did did you you've heard the story about how uh, Bon Scott, their original singer, how he kind of lined up Brian Johnson to get into the gig? Have you heard that story? Okay, Bon Scott, of course, passed away in 1979, which I'm going to bring him up a little bit later too. In February, February actually, 1979, he passed away. Uh, but he had mentioned to the other guys in ACDC about this band he saw, this band called Geordie. I think he saw him in London or somewhere in England playing. And he said, oh, they were just amazing. He said, this, he said the singer they had was amazing. The singer was Brian Johnson. He said the singer was incredible. He's, he was uh, yelling and screaming, and he threw the microphone down. He was slamming his hands on the floor and kicking the floor and rolling around. And he and he said Bon Scott was on the table, and he was up yelling, more, more. And he thought it was great. And they come to find out Brian Johnson was legitimately, he was having an, uh, an appendicitis attack. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, 
and he was in pain. So, but yeah, but he, he, had, he had mentioned seeing this singer and how awesome he was. And so later when it came time to audition, they kind of reached out to him and said, you know, uh, we'd like to have you come on in and try. So there is a, uh, a little bit of trivia to us that uh, I'll, I'll have to send you guys a link and you, you folks in podcast land can check it out too. Hoover Very vacuums cool. like Hoover vacuums, like in 1980 did a, uh, they've got a, a TV ad. And Brian Johnson is singing it, and it's really funny yeah. if you listen to it. The guy oh, who does I, the guy who the guy who, the guy who sings Hell's Bells is singing about a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I saw that on YouTube. It's classic. Yeah. His voice Isn't it? is unusual. Yeah, in that yeah. it's just so different. Yeah. And so speaking of lore, I, I do know one that's uh, one of my favorites oh. is is when. Rat, the band Rat, when they first came out, the ground, awesome tune. Oh my gosh, amazing. When I first saw the first TV Headbangers Ball video I ever saw, I remember it distinctly down in Mississippi, down Washington, you know. And who would star in that video but Uncle Milty, Milton Burl. Mm-hmm. Milton Burl was the uncle of the. The manager, Rat, right. or I believe it was a manager or you're, some part of. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah, isn't that And he cool? was in another Rat video too, the one that Greg mentioned when Motley Crue's beating the crap out of Rat <laughs> in that one video. <laughs> yeah. And he he's the motorcycle driver who crashes on stage in his Uncle Milty, yes. taking his yeah, helmet yeah. off, and he's got no teeth in the middle of his. It is great. <laughs> So great. Yes. yes. <laughs> I remember in the uh, round and round video when he's that ugly woman? Do you remember that? And he's flirting with himself. <laughs> he's going, you, me, go. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Milton Burl tied for years to rat. I thought that was just really amazing. And here's one last one for you. One last one, Greg. I know you've got a million of them, but. You know the iconic actor Christopher Lee, who just passed away. Uh, he yes. was ninety-one or whatever. He's been in every kind of movie. He was in Lord of the Rings. He has a heavy metal album, and he loved heavy metal. His first heavy metal album he put out was he was over eighty years old. Whoa! Wow! All you have to do is go on YouTube and look for Christopher Lee heavy metal, and it will show it. Oh my gosh! Yeah. He he's He's got that very distinctive voice, you know, and singing heavy metal. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he uh, in the, in the, a number of the Hammer uh, films, uh, Hammer Studios in London, he played Dracula. He did a number of horror films, and I think in World War II, he was he was either in the RAF or in the Royal Navy, and he was like in intelligence or something. And he he was an officer there, and he uh, you can read on that. And it's really interesting to what he did in World War II. So pretty fascinating. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I did, I, I did not know that so much though about the music, Nat. I'm gonna have to check that out because I like him. Yeah, it is incredible. It's this. He's got his very brooding, deep voice. You know, his perfect, amazing voice. But with he, he like he likes the symphonic power metal kind of background, and it's amazing. It's just crazy. Well, I mean, I'll check it out. A yeah. lead singer that makes the dudes from Angus Young look like kids, or from ACDC look like kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's almost getting up there into the Aussie um, age. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, those are the, um, those two, I mean, those two main actors in American film history and British film history for Christopher Lee just tied to heavy metal. Holy cow. Do you, do you remember kind of, I hadn't intended on talking this, about this. Do you remember when uh, um, Pat Boone did a heavy metal album? Did, does that mean did, you remember that? <laughs> yes. Yes. I can't that imagine like, that. <laughs> oh, and it was on like the American Music Awards. He came out with uh, with Alice Cooper, and oh, it was. I'd like to find it on YouTube. It was so funny. Those two were so funny together. Oh, I know. Yeah, Pat Boone. I mean, the all American gentleman, and oh my gosh. All leather, he came out. Yeah, he did a heavy metal album. You're right. 
<laughs> my mother loves Pat Boone. She got to ride in an elevator with him one time, and they chatted for a while. So oh. I'll have to introduce her to Pat Boone's heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the intrigue will still be there. <laughs> I know. I do know he does a cover of Alice Cooper's No More Mr. Nice Guy. I I do know he covers that. Uh, he does a bunch of cover songs on his album. So anyway, wow. here's something kind of interesting. Nikki Six supposedly, I mean, he overdosed, but he he supposedly had died there in the mid '80s, and there was they, they had a, uh, there's this rumor you'd heard about that he had been they had a, a what am I trying to say a, a fill in a stand in a, a a double. Uh, for him and uh, there's all kinds of stuff about that on the internet it wasn't true but uh, it's just kind of an interesting thing this one has maybe been one of my favorites of all time are you familiar with van halen and the brown m&ms do you know about that Mm-mm. oh this this is very cool and this actually this is very smart <laughs> i think it was during the 1984 tour when they were touring behind that album they had like I don't know, a dozen semi-loads of of equipment and gear to go on tour with. They're all their amps and stage and all this kind of stuff. And it was very heavy. Well, at one of the venues, something broke on the stage and it some people or a, a, a technician or a sound guy or a stage guy or something almost got hurt really bad because something broke. Well, Van Halen then in their contract, and to me this is brilliant. They they put in inside the contract, they said, um, and backstage at the show, we require however many bowls of M&Ms. We want bowls of M&Ms with all the brown ones removed. No brown M&Ms. Why they did that, <laughs> why they did that, and it has to do with this with the big stage and the guy almost being injured and, and things breaking, because they have in the contract, we need our stages they have to be reinforced. They have to be able to support this much weight. They have to be this big and go through all these things. And they thought that some of these promoters were not reading this and they're just signing it. And the contract. Oh. well, they, they put, they put that like in the back third or back quarter of the contract. And so if they go backstage and see these bowls of M&Ms with no brown ones, well, they read the contract, but if they go back there and not see that, then uh, they probably not read the contract. So, right. Anyway. That was brilliant. So, yeah, I thought that oh, was pretty clever. That is very <laughs> clever. And speaking of Van Halen, Greg, I just yesterday saw the video. It was a YouTube video of Van Halen in the movies. I can't remember the real title, but it was that. And we saw Van Halen's song, Everybody Wants Some. With the dancing hamburger patty from Her <laughs> Off Dead, the movie. April, if okay. you haven't seen it yet, you got to check that out. Okay. Oh, it's, and he's got Eddie's guitar with the red and the little stripes all over it. And a whammy bar in the wrong place, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's right there, Van Halen. And, oh, they've been in a lot of movies and referenced in a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt. Here... Uh, on the topic of Van Halen, are you familiar with this? That um, it was in 1982. Apparently, there's a story going around. Paul Stanley kind of doesn't touch it. He says, "I don't know. You'll talk to you." But Gene says, Gene Simmons says that Eddie Van Halen approached them about joining Kiss. Um, that was right after I Ace Frehley had left, and Eddie was kind of David Lee Roth was driving him nuts, and he wanted to get out, but. Gene said, uh, Gene said, Eddie bought him lunch one day and was telling him all this. And Gene said, no, you need to be, you, you're not a right fit and you need to be in a band where you're directing the music. But that's just kind of interesting. But Gene had said, he said, you know, if we get people in, we, we need, we can't have people from other bands. It has to be somebody that no one, this is back in the makeup days. It has to be someone no one really knows about. So, you know, but that's, that's kind of an interesting, interesting thought there. Right after Eddie Van Halen passed, Gene Simmons was interviewed, and that was part of the interview, the, the extended version. He talked about that. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So that he, was, that he was, loved yeah. Eddie Van Halen. He really loved yeah, Eddie. He and he 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 uh like somehow kind of produced their first record. I mean, he got them 
hooked up with producers, let's say that. He flew out and saw them and really liked them and, and got them going. Okay, I mentioned Bon Scott earlier. I, I've been trying to find this on the internet. I have a guy, a former co-worker, who's from Australia, and he mentioned this to me. He goes, well, do you know what the rumor is about Bon Scott's passing? And I said, no, what rumor? Okay, <clears throat> back in February 1979. No, I'm sorry, guys. I am so sorry. 1980. It was 1980 because Highway to Hell was released in 79. In February of 1980, Bon Scott, it was listed by the coroner on the death certificate as death by misadventure. And a lot of, uh, I've heard of like, like John Bonham, the drummer for Led Zeppelin, he, he drowned in a swimming pool. I think he was intoxicated. His list, he was listed as death by misadventure. But they, they, they put down Bon Scott's uh, passing, his demise was due to death by misadventure. What he was at a drinking at a club or something. And they said that he fell asleep in the back of a car and they're, they're choked on vomit, froze to death. I've heard both things. This guy from Australia told me that no, a lot of ACDC people, fan fans in Australia are saying they'd heard this. He was, they were partying with, I can't tell you which band it was, but they were partying with another band and heroin was involved and there was an overdose, but they didn't, but ACDC hmm. had this thing. They, they didn't use drugs. They drank like fish, except Angus. He's with the chocolate milk, but but they didn't want anyone to know that hard narcotics were involved. So they got uh, him and took him. See, I don't, this is what this guy, and he's an ACDC fan was telling me. So I've been trying to research this, but apparently it's, it's big in Australia. That's what they're saying. So wow. who knows about that? Wow. I've got to tell you, this is probably, the last one I'm going to tell tonight is probably my favorite one as far as being goofy. I, I love the Van Halen. And that's, that's, right up there this this one is probably my favorite goofy funny one though and it involves kiss and i think it was 1977 they were playing um some uh they were playing at uh dodger stadium in anaheim california and cheap trick the band cheap trick was opening for them and i like cheap trick they've got a lot of good mm -hmm. songs I, I like and, <laughs> well peter chris the drummer for kiss the cat man was uh as would happen sometimes was a little uh, not quite up to par as far as playing that time. He had a little, he had, we'll say he had imbibed a little too much. And they weren't sure if he could go on stage. So if you know Cheap Trick, if you can picture Cheap Trick at the time, their drummer, kind of a heavier guy with the, the mustache and always wore the tie. And smoked, chain smoked. <laughs> um, he, uh, they, they were came really close to uh, putting him in makeup and the suit and having him drum. <laughs> I guess they got wow. They got sobered up just enough to work <laughs> and play, so, sort of. But uh, that was that is my favorite one. Cause I just think about him. Their, their drummer's name is Bun E. Carlos. And um, I think about <laughs> they're, they're going to, they're going to put him in the, in the Catman makeup and, and go send him out there to play. So wow. that's, that's a funny, funny weird one. But anyway, <laughs> that is funny. That's, uh, that's all I've got. So I'm, I'll, I'll dig up more uh, later. We'll probably do this maybe a later time. Cause I, I like knowing weird, odd things about people, musicians, bands, whatever. <laughs> Oh man! Now along those veins, Greg, would is there a story? How in the world did Kiss get their own feature film, Phantom of the Park? Is there a story um, behind that, or because it, it's I'm, one of the world's classic rotten? I'm I'm sure I'm sure there is. Paul Stanley said that the uh, well, you know, their uh, Casablanca Records they were signed to. I think it was. Was it Mercury, RCA? Anyway, you know, I'm sure they and NBC television saw it as a way to make a lot of money real fast. But Paul Stanley was saying that they they anticipated it being a cross between a hard day's night, the Beatles movie and Star Wars. And of course, it couldn't <laughs> quite uh, achieve that. They, the, the, the special effects budgeting and the, uh, the storyline wasn't quite there. But uh, anyway, that's yeah. right. 
Special <laughs> effects had uh, somebody flipped him a twenty dollar bill and said, "Okay, there you go. There's our budget." <laughs> yeah, good stories. Yes. So, yeah, that's 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 what I had. Um, anyway, any anything else anyone wants to uh, interject uh, before we do? We have selections tonight. I realize we did a podcast last night, so someone may not have. I. I actually do have selections, so I can throw them out there. Great. If you all Good have night. them, that's great. <laughs> uh, we can do it, yeah. How about, you? How about you, April? How about me? I'm going to throw a little white snake at you. Because oh. Here I Go Again is one of my favorites. So there's there's mine. I- I was I was listening to them right. I was honestly I was listening to them right before we did the podcast. I hadn't been a while, and I saw I saw them on YouTube, and I pulled up a couple songs, and I was glad I did. So cool. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> and 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 Nat is Nat is a big fan of of uh, David Coverdale's new uh, new face, aren't you, Nat? Now Nat's face is frozen. I was going to say. There now. Yeah. All right. What? I what? was going to say I I played Here I Go Again as my last tune on my radio show last week. So, nice. All right. Great minds think alike. <laughs> what yeah. what's what what uh, I always think of a piece of sporting equipment when I think of Mr. Coverdale's face net thanks to you. <laughs> hey, bada bada. Hey, bada 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 swing. <laughs> You're out of here. <laughs> but that that was a great selection yeah thanks well uh, <laughs> nat are you back uh, among the living i think i am am i there he is there he is yes yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> amongst the living anthrax <laughs> tune folks yes uh, yes are you uh so april that was a great tune uh, what is there something else that you will be actually listening to actually listening to um no <laughs> i don't think so. i'll i just listen to random stuff so i don't have anything in particular oh did we lose him again i think we did lots of the music ah there you all go. right nothing from oingo boingo or banana rama or anything like that <laughs> No, but I do have Skid Row on my list of eventually to get to. So maybe I'll do that. <laughs> well, that would be good. That yeah. would be good. So how about you, All right. Greg? Oh, I have um, something I'm going to listen to. I just I heard um, a cut from it on the radio this morning. It's fairly new. Um, I'm going to listen to the whole album or as much of it as I can. And I know he's already released another song. Wolfgang Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen's son, oh, has yeah. a CD called Mammoth WVH. The song I heard today, I really liked. Uh, but I'm going to give the whole album a listen to. I think it'll be good. I think he's a very talented musician, and and he's kind of got a new twist um, on some things. So I'm going to listen to that. Uh, what I would recommend for people to listen to, and this band receives a lot of grief. I don't care. I like I like some of their songs I just don't like at all, but some of their songs I really like. I'm going to, I may have done this before, but but anyway, we're on kind of a short uh, a short week here, so to speak. Actually, we're on like a one-day week here. So <laughs> I'm going to recommend that you all listen to Nickelback covering ZZ Top, Sharp Dressed Man, and legs. I'll send you the links to those. All right. Good. Nat, are you okay? I'm good. <laughs> I I almost fainted when I heard somebody recommending Nickelback. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see. I'm not like most. I think a lot of people like they. It's one of those things where they dislike it because it's supposed to be cool. And you know me, I'm I'm not about being cool at all. So. I'm going to send you these two links, and you and you know what? You may think they stink, and that's fine, but I'm going to send them out. So anyway. I think those are good recommendations. Well, thank I you. Like, I like a few Nickelback songs. Yeah, myself, I, you so. know, there, there are some Nickelback songs I absolutely hate. The early yes. stuff I hate. 
when they came out, when I came, when they first came out, I hated them. They were like a grunge band. I hate them. And they started doing some stuff. I'm like, well, I, and everybody started hating them. And I'm like, normally when everybody hates something, that's when I start liking it. Cause I don't like, I'm, I don't, I don't, um, I don't stand in line with the flock to get sheared. I kind of do my own thing. So anyway, right. but, you know, if you, if you hate it, that's good too. So it's, it's whatever <laughs> you think. All right. Do we have Nat back? He's kind of frozen there. <laughs> I'm <laughs> hoping he, he uh, gets yeah. out of his Oh, oh there we now. go. He's out All of his right. Phone. Let it go. Let it go. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. See he what happens when you do Yeah, exactly. That's he, what happens. He let it go and it went. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frustrally. man. Oh, here. Are we, am I back yet? No? Yes. No? Yeah. All right. No more singing. Yeah, yeah. No vocal <laughs> talent here. All right. I am going to listen to a great band. Matter of fact, it's the first album by this singer, the current lead singer of Queensryche named Todd LaTorre. He just put out an album called Rejoice in the Suffering. It's got scoring music all over the place on YouTube. You can check him out. He is amazing. Great. He sounds better. Than Jeff Tate. He is a better Jeff Tate than Jeff Tate. I mean, my wow. God. That is, is that's amazing. Quite, that is quite the high praise. Wow. Wow. Oh, Todd Lator, L A, and then T O T O R R E. April's having fun here. We, we need to let people in on a secret. It's not Nat's equipment. April has a pause button and she's just getting That's right. Nets. She just keeps pausing. I at, do. At opportune times. Am I here? Hello? Am I here? <laughs> it's all part of the evil plan to take over the world. Oh, can we hear each other? Hello? Yes. Hello? All right. All right. Space ground control calling Major Tom. Okay. Anyways. All right. So this I'm going to listen to, or I, I want everybody else to listen to, is Michael Shanker. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he has a brand new album that just came out about a month ago, and it's called Immortal. Listen to the song Sail the Darkness. There's an there's a great video on YouTube for Sail, S-A-I-L, the darkness. It is just Michael Schenker. Ah, he's been in the business for 50 years. And the guy just keeps rocking. He's awesome. You don't have to ask me twice when you said Michael Shanker that, uh, yeah, I'm there. <laughs> okay. So before I'm frozen with me and the uh, little snowman with the carrot nose, I mean, well, <laughs> back to you, April. <laughs> uh, well, I guess that's all we've got, right, for tonight? I believe so. I don't, I don't have anything else. And and we know Nat can't stay on long enough to have anything else. So, <laughs> <laughs> much like my train of thought, we're over and out. All right, so I guess we can call it a night, right? We can. Yes. Thank you all for listening. Check us out again. Oh, Nat, before you leave, I'm not letting you off the hook. Tell them quick your radio show. Tell them. Tell them. Give them the details. Uh, it is Mullet Metal Mayhem. Friday nights from 8 p.m. Alaska time, 11 p.m. Central to 1 p.m. Uh, 1 a.m. Central, and it's nothing but hard rock and hair metal. And Mr. Crane is a frequent listener, and I Same. think he would give me the thumbs up. I endorse this 100%. Yes. Yeah. And it is on www.kdlg.org. I will not be on this Friday, but the following Friday. Oh, yeah, because Mrs. Natman, yes, she will have a nice February 14th Valentine's Day with me, with moi, and Very my nice. hair metal friends. <laughs> <laughs> does, that, does that mean I don't get to play my violin? <laughs> there will be no nachos or chili involved in this date night with my Mrs. Natman. <laughs> oh man uh, well and and uh i do 
wish you both the most amazing week. Also, hey, um, with Walkman for Nation out there, let me all keep the Walkman spinning. Get those, uh, <laughs> get those double A batteries charged and ready because <laughs> we got more Walkman whispers coming up for you. <laughs> it takes, it takes. Hey, there are four Walkman whispers. It typically took four double A batteries in each Walkman. Am I right? That's right. All right. Right. You're right. You are right. All right. <laughs> when rechargeable AA batteries came out, my life was a much better and prettier place. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Very guys. good. I'm sure enjoyed it tonight. It's been fun. And, all right. Uh, we will uh we will talk at you all again soon. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Good night, folks.